Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, DVTPFL. It's Monday. It's February 1st. It's 2021, and we have 10 basketball games to talk about here on today's slate. I'm joined by my good buddy, Chief Justice 06. Will, how are you doing, my friend? I'm good, man. Uh, Glad to be on with you. Uh, You know, we were talking before the show. It looks like NASCAR is coming up for you, which which is really exciting. So uh, I, I'm pumped, man. I, I, uh, I'm not just saying this because we work together, but I think everybody in this industry knows that uh, you pump out some of the best NASCAR content uh, in the DFS streets. So uh, I, I, are you going to be traveling this year? Or are you kind of going to stay at home be- for COVID? Just, just wondering. Um, to start the year, no travel. Um, like they're like Daytona, they have some like, they practice in qualifying, but then they don't have any practice or qualifying uh, for a few months um, for what the schedule looks like anyway. So like no traveling. I want to like travel to races that like have practice, you know, like stuff that like I can, you know, translate um, for people. So uh, no travel in the plans right now. But um, listen, I'm excited. NASCAR right around the corner. Uh, we were just chatting about it. But uh, yeah. All the details for the NASCAR package, depending on when you're listening to this podcast, uh, might already be out. Um, we're dropping everything today, Monday the 1st. Um, so you guys know we record the night before. So I say today, you know we're recording on Sunday night. So Monday morning-ish, um, there'll be a bunch of uh, tweets and stuff sent out for that. So make sure you're checking that out. Also, we are presented by Monkey Knife Fight. Try the fastest growing single player DFS site out there. Get a matching 100% bonus up to $50 on your first deposit. Rotogrinders.com slash partners slash MKF. The link will be in the description of the podcast. So that way, if you can't figure out um, the slashes or any of that stuff, because I always mess those up as well. So uh, it'd be right there in the description. So you guys can check that out. Uh, But yeah, man, I'm excited for NASCAR. But let's get into this 10-game NBA slate because it's a doozy. Um, There's a lot to talk about on this slate. It's crazy. Um, We say that every day. But with, like, with COVID and people being out and all this stuff, with the protocols, with the NBA, you know, you know, health and safety and all that stuff, like, we've had some crazy slates this season. And um, 
Uh, it's been a ton of fun. So let's get into it. Uh, let's start February off on the right notes. Uh, Lakers and Hawks, 220 and a half total here. Lakers favored by a six. AD, LeBron, both questionable. Bogdanovich, Dunn, and Hunter already ruled out for Atlanta. Uh, Will, what are we looking at here on the Lakers? Well, uh, you know, the, the same old, same old story. LeBron James is questionable. Anthony Davis is questionable. Uh, what's going to happen here? Honestly, Stevie, I, I don't think I want to play any Lakers unless one of the big two sits. So, like, if LeBron sits, I think that'll open up some opportunity, uh, especially for a guy like, um, oh, geez, like Dennis Schroeder. Like, I think he'd be a guy that would be on our radar if LeBron were to sit, because at that point, 5,600, I think the ball would be in his hands. You know, if, if 80 sits, and obviously, you know, you kind of look at Kuzma and things like that. But overall, I don't think I really want to play uh, too many Lakers. I mean, KCP is cheap enough. Like, he's 37, but I don't – I'm just not feeling the Lakers unless someone sits, bottom line. Yeah, well, was it Thursday? I, I was like, man, if any – if one of the big two sit, play Kuzma, and then, like, the news came out for AD, and I was like, oh, Markeith Morris is 3K. I wish I would have just listened to myself and played Kyle Kuzma because he crushed um, on Thursday. So, if yeah. either one of the big two sit – I'm going to play Kyle Kuzma at 4,900 um, because I think he gets a bump if either one of these guys is out. His usage increased. He's going to take more shots. The rebounds are going to potentially be there. Um, if the big two play, I'm probably out, like just in general in this game. Um, I will say Dennis Schroeder is at that price that it's a matchup against Atlanta. We love oh. matchups against Atlanta. Um, little revenge. Little revenge. Little revenge as well. But, like, the price is just right to take a shot on Dennis Schroeder in tournaments. Um, there's a lot of great value play on this slate so far, and, like, I'm sure there's going to be even more value that opens up. So I don't know if you'll necessarily need him, but I do think he is kind of right at that price. Um, Atlanta side of things, like, if Atlanta stays in this game, Trey Young and Clint Capella are probably both having really strong games. Um, you know, so... If you're playing one of Trey Young or Capella, you're probably looking to run it back with one of the Lakers guys um, because that's how this game stays competitive and close. For sure. And I definitely think we're going to kick off this slate with some value right away. Cam Reddish at 4,800. Uh, he's going to get all the minutes he can handle. No Bogdanovich, no Hunter. Gallinari is back in the fold. Don't get me wrong. But Cam Reddish should have a secure 35 to 36 minutes here if it's close. Um, so he, he's a value play that that I'm definitely going to be interested in. Uh, and I'm with you. You know, Trey at 9,300, I don't hate it. You know, didn't have uh, the, the greatest stretch early in the season. But, Stevie, we talked about this last week. I mean, they, they're gradually increasing this price game to game now. But look at these, these fantasy scores, man. I mean, in the 50s consistently now. Not that he's going to do that here, but I'm saying the price is, is, is very affordable for the ceiling that he gives us. Yeah, like for sure. Um, I, I definitely, I'm not going to argue that, um, you know, especially with Hunter out as well. So I'm not going to argue, you know, taking Cam Reddish at 4,800. Um, like, do we roll the dice and like, do we get like revenge Rondo here at 3,800? Like, um, <laughs> I mean, he's, he's he is that, like, he's that guy, right? Like he's always like, he, he, he went crazy in big games on like ESPN for years. Like, I don't know, man. I mean, championship 
revenge narrative. I don't think he's got anything against the Lakers, but at 3,800, I, I definitely understand it. 10 games late, though, we'll get a little bit more value. Yeah, man. Um, let's move on. We got Charlotte at Miami, no total in this game. Um, we have a couple of question marks that we're waiting on. Terry Rozier, obviously, which would be huge um, for this slate because Lamelo is like 6,500, and if Rozier is out, Lamelo could potentially get like his first 35-minute game. I actually don't know if he's played 35 minutes yet this season. I'm just guessing he hasn't. Um, uh, if, if so, it's been once. I know he's gotten a 30 30- – Three, you know, I've kind of been tracking this. If, if so, it's been once and no, well, at least not in January. I think the most he's tapped out is probably 33 minutes. Sorry to cut y'all. No, you're good, man. Um, like, obviously, that's a, that's huge news. Um, and then on the Miami side, we got some, you know, guys we're waiting on. Bradley's questionable. Dragic's questionable. Hero's questionable. Butler's back. Leonard's out. Um, so, like, this game has some news that we're going to be watching uh, because – we're, we'll start here with the Charlotte side. If Rogier is out, we are loading up on Lamelo, right? Like there, there's no question, no question in my mind. I don't care if it's the Miami Heat. No question, I'm loading up on him. Uh, I mean, I definitely think that's the play. I, I do want us to be fully prepared for uh, Coach Borrego to start one of the Martin twins and still bring Lamelo off the bench and let him play 28 minutes. I. I I don't have any confirmation of this. I haven't seen anything from Rick Barnell. Um, but, you know, if you want Charlotte Hornets news, people, you need to be following, following Rick Barnell. I mean, he's the GOAT. Uh, but LaMelo at 65, you, in, in my head, man, I feel like he should start. But I know Coach Borrego. I feel like he'll pull the wool over eyes and do something different. But, I mean, the price is warranted from, from the recent production. And we talked about this last week, Stevie, uh, about the fact that, you know, he was getting a little bit too cheap, and lo and behold, two games back-to-back, you know, blowing up. So I like him. Uh, I think if Rozier sits for sure, maybe, you know, um, maybe you look at like a Miles Bridges type. Miles has already been getting, you know, a, a few extra minutes, 27 minutes, 29 minutes. He's a guy I actually would look at here for 4,400. I think even though it's not a position for position swap, I think he 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 keeps those stable minutes. So he's a guy I'd be looking at. Obviously, Gordon Hayward at 75, you know, you like that price. Um, and then Cody Zeller, man, 5,300 minutes are, are up in the 30s. Uh, he, he's averaging well over a fantasy point per minute. I like him as well, again, to, to continue his streak as long as he doesn't get hurt. Let's keep it rolling, right? Let's just keep it rolling. Um yeah, like I think we we talked about Zeller. Like we were like we were on the fence, but like he and he didn't have a great game. I think at, at fifty three hundred, they're gonna need him um, to have have plenty of minutes here. As long as he doesn't get in foul trouble, he should be fine. Um, Miami side, what are we looking at here on the Heat? Well, I think we got to get this news, man, and figure out what's going to happen here. You know, with some of these guys that that could possibly possibly be out. Like you know, if Hero is out, I mean, and this is for COVID, like that could be huge. If Drogic is out, like, you know, what are we going to do there? Uh, it's those are those are big time injuries. Uh, the second thing is Jimmy Butler's 8,400. Uh, if those guys are out, though, I still think that's, you know, that's a fair price so we could play him. I don't think I want to play Bam at 94. I, I think we, we're going to come up on some better value here. But um, all in all, man, I think I think this is one of those spots I want to wait for the news because if Drogic and Hero are out, you know, None's back in the fold. Vincent, I think Vincent is probable. Yeah, Vincent's back in the fold, and then you've got Jimmy Butler. 
Yeah, I think like realistically, Hero will probably be out. Um, with that, like, isn't health and safety protocols like five days, or I think it's like five to seven days, like automatic, right? Like if you're even close to somebody. So, um, yeah, he missed practice Sunday. I highly, I highly would be, I would be shocked. Well, I'd be shocked if Hero um is back for this game and like that's just that's a lot of minutes that are just going to go around like he played 40 minutes the other night against sacramento played 32 minutes when he returned against the clippers like he's a guy that is like a 30 minute staple so if he's out that's a lot of minutes that can potentially go around now where do they end up i I think a lot of it is going to depend on like if gordon drogic plays um if gordon drogic is out i kendrick nunn will get minutes it's just all about if he's hitting shots and like his price is like peak Kendrick Nunn price. Like, so it's really tough to trust that. But I think like even Duncan Robinson is kind of priced up. So like for me, when it comes to Miami, it's just like these guys are all kind of priced right. And hopefully they just don't go crazy. Um, moving right along here, we got the Knicks and the Bulls, two eighteen and a half total. Chicago favored by three and a half. Um, it is a back to back for the Knicks. We do not have an injury report for them. Um, Wendell Carter Jr. is out for Chicago. Porter Jr. is questionable for Chicago. Um, let's start here with the Knicks. It is a back to back. What are we looking at here for the Knicks? I'm, I'm looking at you know a couple guys like. Quickly sneaky for for uh, for a tournament play. He's been producing when he's getting the minutes. Um, Elf is just I don't I don't know if we can play Elf. This price is at forty four hundred, but man, I I don't I don't think we can do it. Um, Randall at ninety two. I think everybody knows I've been playing Randall all season. Um, I, I'm just going to play Randall. It is what it is. Um, ninety two hundred fair price. You have to get on it. Uh, and then RJ at 67. I don't think we need to play RJ, but his minutes are stable. It's a matchup with Chicago. I think if you're going to take a shot, this is the spot to do it. Yeah, like this is the spot for sure. Um, Randall could have a monster game. And at 9,200, maybe like he's a little lower owned because he's still kind of expensive. But it's Chicago, man. It's Chicago Bulls. Um, you know, we've been picking on them all season and like nothing's really changed like this team's still ranked 18th in defensive efficiency um they're i think like they're still bottom 10 or close or no they the last five games they've actually you know they're like fifth in rebound percentage and like that's something like obviously is not as great for randall but i still i like julius randall's not a guy that's ever going to go out and get 25 rebounds he'll get you know 10 to 15 sometimes even closer to 20 but Randall is a guy we want to score 30 actual points, and you can do that against the Chicago Bulls. So definitely like Julius Randall in this one. RJ Barrett, like you said, tournament play. Quickly, um, Peyton, like you're flipping a coin. Quickly's the hot hand right now. Quickly has been having big games. I will say this. There is one person I meant to mention, Steve. I'm so sorry. You're good, buddy. Alec Burks. I I know he's not – I know the minutes aren't like 25 and up. But in this spot against Chicago, like, I think this is a, another dart throw. Like, he could get 30 against this team in the right condition. So, Alec Burks, 47, di- didn't want to forget to mention him. Sounds good. Um, I, I Man, I, the more I look at, like, quickly, 
if you're playing large field tournaments, he is going to be less than 5% owned on a 10 game slate. And I don't think it's crazy to roll a team out there. This is a dude that has put up 16 plus shots in three of the last four games. He didn't play a ton against Utah, but he shot one for 11. Um, I, I think like quickly, yeah, you get 30, 34, 35 fantasy points from quickly or seven X. Like you, it could be a like slate changing for you. Um, so uh, what are we looking at here on the bulls? Well, I mean, Zach Levine at nine K. I, I don't think a lot of people are going to want to play Zach Levine in this spot, especially when you've got uh, Trey young, you know, for a little bit more and a few other guys that I think people would rather play. Um, you know, Laurie had a big, big, big game uh, a few a few days ago against Portland, but that was Portland. Um, you know, their defense is awful. I'm not really as interested in the Bulls. Like, that is priced up now. Um, maybe if Otto Porter sat, like, maybe you strongly consider that at 5,700. I mean, he played 30 minutes. I mean, 29 minutes and 31 minutes in back-to-back games or the past few games. If he's going to get, you know, 30 minutes, I think he's in consideration in this spot, but not someone that I that I have to play at that price. But that's kind of it. I don't, I don't really see anybody else from Chicago uh, that, I, that I'm interested in playing. Um, Man, like if you're playing Randall and you want like an explosive game, this game has a 218 and a half total. It's really hard to sit here and say game stack this game. Um. You know, there's there's obviously pieces on both sides that you can take shots on. Um, but like even when we're looking at like recent pace, the Knicks are 30th in recent pace. So I'm more apt to play like the slower, normal, slower pace team because Chicago's fifth. We know Chicago plays fast. So like I'm more apt to play like the team that's getting the huge bump instead of the team that might be losing. Like like the Knicks are gonna want to slow it down when the Bulls are gonna want to run and like that usually leads me to play more like of the, the Knicks side of things than like the bulls. So I might just take shots on like Randall Barrett quickly. Like you mentioned Burks. Um, and, and then like, I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything on the bulls side uh, that I have to have. But if you have to have anybody from the bulls, it's usually Zach Levine, man, this guy, he is the guy that can put up 60 fantasy points and break slates. Um, but overall probably going to stay away from the bulls in this one. Uh, Minnesota at Cleveland. Um, yay. Uh, same game that is currently finishing up as we're recording the podcast, um, you know, on Sunday. So I hate these back to backs where two teams just played or playing against each other. Um, but obviously when we look at this game, you know, it's going to be a lot of news that's going to kind of dictate this one. We don't know about Cat, if he'll be back or not. Nas Reed missed Sunday with a wrist injury. Hernan Gomez is getting close too, as far as like protocols. Like he's not ruled out. He's been ruled questionable. So I think Cat and, you know, Hernan Gomez are getting close. Um, I, I think Culver, you know, he's still in that like 10 to 14 day window they had posted about last week, I think on Friday or Saturday. So I, I expect Culver to continue to stay out. Um, you know, did you, yeah, but that, let's just start here with Minnesota what are we potentially looking at? Um, and, and like Russell, like he's been a guy that's been, you know, kind of banged up. Is he going to plan a back-to-back? Like it, there's so many question marks when it comes to this game, you know, first look wise. Yeah, for sure. I think if Russell plays, I think he's in consideration at seven K like that's a really, 
really fair price. This team just seems uncommitted to play Ricky Rubio big minutes. So uh, even when Russell was out, you know, Rubio wasn't really getting in the thirties. A uh, guy that's kind of starting to pick it up, you know, maybe he's going through his his, his rookie, you know, spike here is Anthony Edwards. Has been playing playing a lot more minutes, playing a little bit better recently. Uh, last I checked, I think he was having a really good game Sunday night as well. So he's a guy that that you know he's fifty six hundred. Not saying we need him on this slate, but I definitely think you know he's a guy you can uh, consider in the mid range. Uh, you know, Vanderbilt. He's been getting some minutes. I don't think he's a must play by any means. Uh, you know, if, if Towns is out, but Nas Reed is in, maybe he's in play. But I don't really see anything that's standing out outside of maybe D'Angelo Russell at 7K. If he's going to play, I think that's a fair price for the upside he gives us uh, on, on a game-to-game basis. Like this this whole game, and like I, I hate saying this like night before and like when we, when we do like first looks, this whole game is so dictated by news. If Cat and Nas are out. And even if Russell sits potentially, like Edwards is probably going to be popular. He played really good on Sunday. Um, and like he, he's, you know, the, he got the minutes that everybody was kind of wondering, like where are the minutes and shots going to go for Minnesota. But like not only him, like Ed Davis played a lot. McDaniels played a lot. Um, Vanderbilt played a lot. Like I'm not, I don't want to play three guys, you know, sharing 20 to 25 minutes a piece if these guys are out again. So overall, like, uh, you know, as far as Minnesota goes, um, man, like, I don't know. I just, this is one of those spots where it's like Ed Davis, maybe, but overall, like if all these guys sit, I think Malik Beasley and Edwards are the guys you kind of look at um, to play here and, and like see what happens with the Russell news, see what happens with the Carl Anthony Towns news, stuff like that. Um, as far as Cleveland goes, you know, obviously this is the same thing. Like Sexton and Garland have kind of been banged up. They've come back. They've been playing a lot of minutes. Nance has been banged up. He came back. You know, he's playing a bunch of minutes. Cleveland has been one of the most predictable teams recently. Drummond, Nance, Garland, Sexton, Okoro, they play a ton of minutes every night. And, and like the bench is really just like Osman and Jared Allen and Tarian Prince. So like as far as like Cleveland goes, Drummond should smash again. He smashed on Sunday. He should smash again in this spot because they don't have anybody to guard him. If Cat comes back, that's even better. Cat can't play defense. Yeah, that's uh, that, that's the interesting thing about this spot in general. Cat comes back, it's not really much of a change. Uh, he should still get there. I think the only thing that holds me back from Drummond, and, and I probably need to get over my bias, is uh, I don't feel like he's hitting 30 to 35 minutes anymore. It's like the high 20s. And he can get it done in high 20s because of the usage in the fantasy points per minute. Um, but I still just – I feel a little bit better taking shots on guys that I feel really comfortable going to get those minutes. Uh, while Sexton didn't have a great game, I don't think on – I don't think Sexton had a great game on Sunday. It doesn't matter. Um, I still think he's a guy that you can look at. The shots are there, uh, so I'm not really, really worried about him. Same thing with Garland. Um, you know, at 5,900, I think that's a fair price. Uh, you know, obviously this is a guy that was hitting, you know, 35 to 40 consistently earlier in the year. But I think that's kind of it. Uh, you know, I've, I've kind of had my my thoughts about Jared Allen and how I could kind of approach him. He's 5,500, not the worst price in the world. 
Um, but I, I think I can get better value in other spots. Let's move on. We got Portland at Milwaukee. Uh, no total in this game, which I thought was kind of weird um, because I didn't really see anything. Um, but then, like, I was, like, looking through the slate and, like, Giannis is listed as probable. Maybe that's why we don't have a line yet. People were Vegas worried about him. But um, on the Portland side, Collins, Derek Jones, McCollum, and Nurkic out. Um, let's start with Portland. What are we looking at here? This is this this to me is a kind of a weird game, Stevie. You know, Gary Trent's a guy I've been playing, um, but I, I don't I don't think I want to play him in this spot. Uh, you know, Carmelo's a guy that that I've been playing. I, I don't think I want to play him in this spot. He has forty nine hundred. Like I think it's I think it's a fair price. But uh, you know, played a pretty competitive game against Chicago the other night. You only saw uh, seventeen minutes. I, I you know, Covington's back now. You know, he played big minutes. But his usage is really low. Fantasy points per minute are really low. Uh, Cantor, 7,200. Don't like that price. Uh, you know, for a team that's really bad on defense, is going to push the pace. I'm just not interested in the Portland Trailblazers today. Yeah, like, man, I, obviously, like, I, I think the, the guy that I'm most interested in here is Cantor because I do think he's the guy that could, like, have a big game. Um, Covington's back. So like Mello's minutes are kind of gone. I think you could potentially even play Covington in this spot. I know we only put up 26 fantasy points the other night, uh, but like Derek Jones Jr. being out too, like Covington's going to play a lot of minutes if this game stays close. So I think Cantor would be my main target. If you have the money, if you don't live in a salary cap world and you want to play Lillard, go for it. <laughs> like I live in a salary <laughs> cap world and I think there's better options at seven, seven. Um, like, and, and like, even like when we go to the other side, the Milwaukee side, like the guy, you, you know, you, you typically want to play in this spot is Giannis or like Middleton. Then you're like looking to potentially try to run it back with Lillard. Um, I think Drew's the guy that like is the most interesting for Milwaukee, but like his price is, is slowly creeping up um, for the production that he's had recently. Yeah. We talked about it, man. You know, that's something I think that we'd had on our radar in terms of Drew still being a little bit too cheap, but like you said, cranks out two forty plus point games and a matchup with Portland. And now, you know, it seems even more likely that another 40 point game is coming. Uh, so, I mean, Drew is a guy that I still like at 4,700. Uh, look, I don't, you know, I haven't played Giannis a lot all year and I know he dropped 72, uh, on my on my uh, on my Hornets, but 11K for Giannis against Portland. All matchups aren't created equal. Like this, this is another fantastic upside spot for him. Uh, not saying that he's a guy that I have to play, but I'm, I'm definitely considering it on this slate. Let's maybe see where the ownership shake, ownership shakes out. But he's got all the upside in the world in this spot, man. <sighs> Moving on. Sacramento at New Orleans, 233 total here. New Orleans fair by four. Uh, Bielitz is questionable, and then Adams is questionable on the Pelican side. Let's start here with Sacramento. Uh, what are we looking at here on the Kings? Well, I guess we got to ask ourselves, you know, what does Halliburton have to do to get priced maybe around 56, 5,700? Like, the guy's been fantastic, you know, most of the year. I mean, he, he had a little lull there in between. But if you if you look at his minutes, we're a little bit lower <laughs> Minutes have been in the in the 30s, you know, past four or five games. And look at the production, you know, 30 plus three out of the last four. 
so I, I think at, at 5,200 against New Orleans, uh, I, I think this is a, a this is a good spot for him. I, I really like the price. Uh, and that, you know, what are we going to do with Hassan Whiteside, right? Like, you know, he played 20 minutes, Stephen. We, we talked about it. Like, if he's going to get 20 minutes at 3,600, fantasy points per minute aren't created equal. He's typically a really high fantasy point per minute user. I mean, he could get over 20 minutes with ease if he's going to get this consistently. I think he's another tournament dart throw for us in this spot. At 3,600, I think he's on your GPP list for sure. 20 minutes can easily turn into 30 fantasy points for a guy like Whiteside. You know, we talk about it all the time. He's a guy that can average a fantasy point, a fantasy point and a half in a minute. Like, um, so he's always someone that like, he's kind of always on your radar, but I think Halliburton is super interesting here. Like this kid, this kid's playing great right now. Um, you know, he's, he's put up at least 29 fantasy points in three of the last four games. He's 5,200. You're not going to find a lot of guys in that range that can go for 30 plus um, outside of some injury spots. So like if you're trying to be different than some of the chalkier options and chalky guys are usually in play be, be in the NBA, they're usually great plays. So, um, you know, in, in general here, as far as Sacramento goes, I usually say Fox is always someone that, you know, should be on your radar. Um, but yeah, it'd be interesting. Um, what are we looking at here on New Orleans? Listen, man, I like New Orleans. I like the prices. I, I most importantly like the price on Lonzo Ball. He's my favorite New Orleans Pelican in this spot, man. I mean, if we're going to get Lonzo anywhere between 30 and 35 minutes in this spot, feels like the right time to take a shot. Uh, prices, you know, I mean, very affordable at 5,500, man. He's by far my favorite Pelican. Uh, you know, if Steve, you know, Steven Adams is questionable, um, you know, I'm not sure how they're going to handle it. Like, are they going to play, you know, Jackson Hayes? Like, you know, are they going to kind of mix it up and play a little bit more Melly? Is Hernan Gomez going to get run? Don't know. Probably will just skip that spot altogether. But I'm telling you right now, Lonzo Ball, my favorite New Orleans Pelican, uh, period. Lonzo, man, oh, man, Lonzo Ball. Like, um, 13 threes the other night, you know, like, uh, like 5,500 – is just is in that price range where I think you can play Lonzo. Um, when Lonzo is like 7K, when he's like 6,500 and above, like I, I hate paying that price. But even at 55, yeah. I think he is um, very much in play. Um, but outside of him, like, you know, Ingram, we, we talked about a little bit, like he, he finally had a big game, but he's kind of right back into that same role. Um, you know, that, that 50 point game came with a lot of assists, came with rebounds. Um, I don't necessarily think that he is in play. Um, and like even Zion, as much as we like Zion in general and like love his energy and stuff, 7,900 for a guy that hasn't really broke 50 in the last 10 games. Like if he puts up 45, he's not going to kill you at 8K, 7,900. So, um, I'm probably off of him, and I think Lonzo's a great call. I think if you want to be different, I think Eric Bledsoe is someone you could potentially look at if you don't want to play Lonzo. Um, that's really it for New Orleans. I, I don't trust any of these bench guys, um, especially on a big slate. I, I don't think you're going to potentially look at these guys. Um, you know, Stan Van Gundy has just put JJ Redick back on the shelf. Um, and like I hate it for JJ Redick, man. 
Um, moving along, we got Houston, the hottest team in the NBA, five and over the last five games against the Thunder. Um, who would have thought that Houston trades away, um, James Harden and, and they go on a streak where they're five and oh, um, but anyway, all joking aside, um, I'm kind of not joking because they are really five and oh, um, only Memphis is five and oh as well, but, um, let's look at injuries here for the Thunder and the Rockets, uh, Exum, Nawaba. Porter Jr. out, and then Hill out uh, for the Thunder. What are we looking at here on Houston? Yeah, man, I mean, I think we got to start monitoring. When is John Wall going to get 30 minutes, right? Uh, because at 6,900, this is this feels like a perfect time to take a chance uh, if, if we hear something about the minutes, or if you don't. Like, I think in large field at 6,900, you just kind of maybe play them and see if they don't tell us that they're going to push them a little bit. Uh, and if they push him to 30 to 32 minutes, I mean, I think the return is going to be massive on that. Christian Wood continues to be a, a fantasy machine. Uh, only played 27 minutes against New Orleans, but, I mean, they, they were playing really, you know, uh, really well, obviously. Uh, but, I mean, if he gets 30, 33, 34 minutes, I think he's in play here. I don't think he'll garner a whole lot of ownership, which is, which is kind of good for his spot. I don't think Al Horford's going to, you know, do anything to stop him. Uh, but that's about it. I don't think I want to play Oladipo at 8K. You know, not that he's playing terribly, but I think I can get better value uh, than him for the price. Yeah, like John Wall at 6,900 playing 20 minutes is super interesting. Um, if he potentially even gets a couple more minutes, man, like I think John Wall um, very much in play here. Very much in play. Oladipo... I want to see how Oladipo and Wall kind of mesh. Um, so I'm probably not going to take a ton of shots on Oladipo at 8K. Um, same kind of goes for Christian Wood. We have a lot of like top tier options, but like this is a mini big three, mini big three, like John Wall healthy, Oladipo healthy, Christian Wood becoming um, a guy that's very, very talented on both ends of the floor, like boogie off the bench to give them some you know him and eric gordon off the bench like this team's solid houston's solid yeah. man hey man and sh- shout out to coach silas uh you know came yeah. in and you know houston is uh they got rid of the cancer for the organization at the time not that james harden's a cancer i'm saying he was forcing his way out so it just wasn't working it was bad bad chemistry but you know uh harden's out the building they seem to be gelling you know I, you know so we'll, we'll see where it goes yeah, um, you know, as far as like DFS wise, I think John Wall is really the main target for me on Houston. I think it's just more price. Um, Eric Gordon and like Cousins are going to share usage with the second unit, so I- I'm really just on John Wall, man. Um, like I've been impressed by like Jason Tate, but I think he is a guy that you need some guys to be out to really take advantage of him. Um, and then, like, on the OKC side of things, like, we all know SGA, he's the usage guy. Um, he's going to be the usage guy all season. The Thunder team is they're just in massive rebuild mode. Um, Al Horford's had some big games here recently, but I think the only guy you can, like, trust 100% is SGA. I do think it's very interesting that like Theo um, Malden has been getting um, really solid Listen. run with George Hill out and he's 4,300. Listen, George Hill's ruled out already. Theo's in play today for sure. Like, yeah, I mean, I know he was in the 3K range, you know, previously, but 
look at this game against Brooklyn. Listen, Houston is no better on defense in terms of compared to Brooklyn. And well, I don't want to say that, but I'm saying it's going to be the same style of game, up and down, up and down, up and down. I think Theo's in play, man. Even at even at 4,300, he's going to get 30 plus minutes against Houston. I I think we consider him, man. He is in play for sure. I, I, you have to. Yeah, at 4,300, you, I think you have to consider him. If he's going to get 30 minutes at 4,300, I think you have to consider him. So um, he's certainly somebody on the radar as far as value goes. Um, I'll probably have him tagged in value. Uh, well, I, I do extra survey on Monday. Man, like my mind, thinking today is Monday and tomorrow's Tuesday. Um, but it's been one of those. It's been one of those days, man. Um too much, too much disc golf this weekend. <laughs> That's what it was. Oh, Phoenix at Dallas. Um, Booker's questionable. Payne's out. Sarge is out. And then on the Dallas side, seems like everybody's good to go. Didn't see anything on the injury report for them. No total in this game, obviously, because we're waiting on the Booker news. If he's in or out, um, that will obviously change things. Uh, let's start with Phoenix. Booker plays. I don't see a lot of value here. Booker's out. I think we can continue to look at some of these Phoenix guys. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, you know, we just saw Chris Paul go nuclear uh, on, on Saturday night. And uh, I was against this same Dallas team, kind of same thing for, for DeAndre Ayton. Uh, Dallas is playing really poorly right now, just overall. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what's going on here, Stevie. But, uh, you know, in terms of Phoenix, I'm with you. If he's if uh, Booker's in. Don't really want to play anyone if he's out. And, you know, you've got Aiton. I think people will see this price tag on Chris Paul at 8,200 and kind of shy away. But as long as Booker's out, he's got 50-point upside. I'd accept 50 at 8,200 every single slate. So I'm not saying he gets there tomorrow, but I I do like the price. I think, you know, Mikael Bridges and Jay Crowder, those are the other guys that I think I want to play. You know, the Cam Johnson experiment just seems to – uh, not be going well with him, even getting all these minutes. He's just not producing. I'm, and Steve, he's getting 30-plus minutes, but it's just not coming together. Um, but, you know, these other this, this other collection of guys are guys that definitely be interested in. I've been playing um, Phoenix a lot in DFS over the last week or so. I think we all have been. Um, and, like, Cam Johnson is a great defender, and from what I've seen, and, like, I'm no – expert at scouting basketball or anything but like cam johnson seems like a good defender but he he sits in the corner too much in the on the offensive side and he's not like getting offensive touches that matter um i like if i were, were to pull up like touches in games i'm sure like he's not even in the top three or four even with booker out so um overall for me on the Phoenix side, it's Paul, it's Aiden. If Booker's out, um, like you said, Dallas has been struggling. They're, they're dead last in defensive efficiency over the last five games. Um, like even, even as good as offensively as this team is sometimes they're last in like net rating over the last 30 or five games as well. So, um, Dallas is struggling right now. I, I think you can look at Aiden. I think you can look at, um, Paul, and um, you could potentially play them both together if Booker sits in this game. On the Dallas side of things, like, I know uh, we just got to talking about, like, how bad this team has been defensively, but, like, Luka hasn't had, like, a, a monster game here recently either um, to really justify 10-8, but he is still Luka. He, he still has, like, that massive, massive ceiling. Um, 
And, and like Porzingis didn't play the other night uh, against Phoenix. And like when when Porzingis is usually off is when we love to load up on Luca. And like 49 is just not going to get you there at 10 8 on this slate. Yeah, for sure. Uh, 49 is going to hurt us. Uh, I think I'd be more. <sighs> And I know it's a different matchup, but I think I'd be more willing to play Giannis in this spot because of the, you know, we know that Portland is just, you know, open season. Um, so I think, you know, I'm probably off Luca for the most part, um, but he, he definitely, like you said, he's got the ceiling. I, I think if I was multi-entering, I wouldn't completely fade him in tournaments. Uh, but if it's three entry max or single entry, I, I'd, I'd probably definitely take the fade. I'm I'm hoping Kristaps Porzingis can come around, man, and start hitting these, you know, 45 plus point fantasy games consistently. With that, will come a price increase, but um, you know, that's something I'm kind of kind of hoping for long term. Outside of that, don't really want to play anyone from Dallas. Josh Richardson's getting a bunch of minutes, but you know, might as well call him. You know, uh, God, what's the guy from from football? Jesus, what's his name? I can't remember his name right now. Just out there exercising. Uh, Chris, oh. not Chris Conley. Um, at any rate, played for the Patriots that year. But that's kind of what Josh Richardson is doing right now, playing a bunch of minutes, but just not getting the production. Yeah. I just, man, like uh, Dallas is such a wasteland right now. Um, <laughs> like, and, and I mean that like in the nicest way possible, because like this is still a team that has a ton of talent. It's just they're they're not figuring it out right now. Um, that that's for sure. Well, I, I I think they're playing too many guys, too little minutes, and some guys too many minutes. I think they're trying to just play play a whole lot of Luca, a whole lot of these other defenders, and hope that it comes together. But you know, Dwight Powell's getting a few minutes. Maxie's going to get a few few minutes. Willie Colley Stanton get a few minutes. Porzingis will play thirty. Like I don't think I don't think this team is able to get in a rhythm right now. I think that's that's what's messing with them. When when they uh, when they had a lot of guys out and most guys were playing thirty minutes, I think they were playing a lot better. But as you see, as as players have come back, uh, like you said, it's a wasteland. Too many guys playing too little minutes. Um. Let's move on, man. We got Memphis at San Antonio. Oh, um, buddy. Memphis is still like they're they're man, Grayson Allen's out, Triple J's out, Valentinus is out, Winslow's out. Um, San Antonio, they're good to go. Um, let's start here with the Memphis side of things. Um, what are we looking at here for Memphis? Man, John Morant, 7,600. Just you have to play him. Like, I'm at, at this price, you just start playing him, right? Like he was 7,100 over the weekend. Uh, he's 7,600 is still a great price for a guy that's got 60 point ceiling. Um, so I, th- I think you consider him not really worried about too many, too many of the uh, other pieces, maybe outside of Xavier Tillman, like at 4,800, like he's still in play. Um, you know, I know he, you know, didn't really get there against the Spurs the last game, but I still think he's someone we can consider on this slate uh, for the price that, you know, we do know is going to get some minutes. Outside of that, you know, I think I'm okay. Like, you know, obviously, you know, I, I was really playing Kyle Anderson when they had a lot of injuries, but uh, not really interested, even though he really stuck it to the Spurs the other day. This is basically a repeat game from Saturday. Yeah, and, like, the game was kind of out of hand late. Um, it was a close game for the most part, you know, just kind of looking at game flow here. Like, there was a there was a point in the third quarter, it was an 18-point game, but to – Start the fourth quarter, it was an eight-point game, and it kind of got out of hand late. Um, 
you know, Gorgie Dang of all people, um, you know, had a big fourth quarter. So I think it's it's really interesting here, um, you know, just in general, just kind of figuring out, is it going to be Gorgie Dang? Is it going to be Xavier Tillman? Um, that really benefits from like Valanchunas being out. Um, like Tillman, and people might think that it was like foul trouble, but like it really wasn't foul trouble for him. Like he had zero fouls at halftime, had, you know, two fouls in the third, two fouls in the fourth. So I think they want it to be Tillman, but I think Gorgie Dang, man, he held his home, like he held his own. And like this is a guy from the past that we know can have good games from time to time. But you mentioned John Morant. He is way too cheap. I think Kyle Anderson is in play, but I think like he's kind of priced appropriately. Um, I think John Morant's the play from Memphis. And, Will, we talked about it on Friday. We talked about the Spurs. We we told everybody <laughs> that the Spurs were way too cheap against uh, we Denver. We talked about it. We talked and about it. Listen, I know that Memphis – it is a team that is playing, you know, really solid right now. We just got done talking about like how Memphis is five and zero over the last five games, just like Houston. Memphis is second in defensive efficiency over the last five games. That's that's great, but I, I think like this is a spot you can go back to the well on Dejounte Murray and Demar Derozan. And Derozan had an awful game, but I will be shocked if he only shoots six times again in this game. Like it was a back to back against Memphis again. Like they, they played against Denver. They had a tough game against Denver. They got ran on out of the gym on the second end of a back to back. I I like going back to the well here on some of these Spurs. Well, for sure. And Stevie, you know, what if I told you the Spurs are underpriced on both sides today, DeJounte Murray, 66 on DK, DeMar DeRozan, 7K. Keldon Johnson, 57. I mean, come on, people. Stevie, FanDuel uh, investors alike. DeJounte Murray is 6,900 on FanDuel. DeMar DeRozan is 7,100 on FanDuel. Keldon Johnson is 5,400. These are atrocious prices. I don't know what's going on with the algorithm in terms of the Spurs this year. But, Stevie, we've seen this three days in a row now. This is three slates in a row we've seen the Spurs underpriced. Seriously, three slates in a row. Uh, I think you just roll them right back out. These prices are too cheap. Let's just roll them back out there. Um, I, Keldon Johnson is the guy that could go for 30-plus, but I think he's kind of the guy that I feel like is priced the the best on this team. Like, LaMarcus Aldridge, like, he's he's out, man. I. Uh, LMA has been great and I think he's had a great year um great like success but I, I just I'd be shocked if this dude is in a Spurs uniform again next year I mean I mean it feels like Greg Monroe like he's just kind of going to fade out somewhere and we don't know where he ends up I mean I nothing against LMA but he's getting older you know and he probably does just need to change his scenery in a different role on a new team uh I can see a buyout of him maybe going to a contender and if that happens good for him I mean, my, my our man is, you know, he's 35 years old. Um, but I, I feel like there's still some basketball left in LaMarcus Aldridge. And, like, this could be, like, just the guy that's enjoyed watching him play over the years. But uh, we finish it out here with Detroit at Denver. It is a back-to-back for Denver. Hayes is still out for Detroit. Um, I did read that um, Gary Harris 
had some kind of i think it was a doctor strain um yeah he, did. So he didn't come back on yep. sunday i'd be shocked if he plays in this game will um, barton went nuclear too yeah pj dozier uh, he was still out um uh, as well let's start here with detroit what are we looking at here on the pistons Man, I, I'm really – I don't know if I want to play any Pistons today. Maybe outside of Derrick Rose. Like, Derrick Rose seems to be capped at about 20 minutes now. Um, I, Jeremy Grant, are, are they going to just give him the ball and say, hey, man, you show these guys they shouldn't have traded you? Not sure. You know, that's that's the human side of, of DFS. Uh, outside of that, I mean, Mason Plumlee, are they going to do the same thing with him? Are they just going to let these guys go, go to work in Denver? Uh, who knows? But I don't. I don't really like Detroit too much today, uh, Stevie. But I, I I do know that Jeremy Grant has some ceiling. We just haven't seen it in a few games. Yeah, I don't know. I just is there some revenge here for Grant going back to it's, Denver? Like, feels is like there Detroit anything gets that punished? Is there anything that fuels his fire to get back up to shooting, you know, 18, 19, 20 times a game? Like, is that like, does he put up 20 shots in this game? Because if he puts up 20 shots in this game, that's the game that I want Grant. Um, yeah. You know, I, I think we see some extra hustle out of Grant here. And, and like, he's really the only guy like Wright is 6,100. I'm not paying that for him. Uh, Blake Griffin, you know, he plays 20 minutes. Some nights he plays 35, some nights, um, I don't think you can trust him at all. Mason Plumley, yeah, there's revenge there for him too, but his minutes are all over the place. What would be interesting here is if Blake Griffin gets that day off, um, air quotations around that, and like then I think you could look at Plumley even more. But overall on the Detroit side, I don't think you're you're really playing any of these guys outside of Grant. And then on the Denver side of things, like, Jokic is obviously one of the top plays on the slate. Um, you know, he's a guy that can go for 60 plus. Um, I'm, I'm a full believer. 80, almost 80 on Sunday. Almost. Yeah, I'm a full full believer in um, Jokic. Um, but like you mentioned, like if Gary Harris is out and Dozier's out again, I, I think like we're, we could potentially look at Porter. We can potentially look at Barton. Um, these guys would be like, Barton at 4,800, oh, yeah. oh, if Harris yeah. doesn't play, um, is going to be massive chalk. Yeah, and, and, and for good reason. I mean, listen, we, we've already, we just saw this, exactly what happened. Got the minutes, minutes back up, took away, uh, you know, at least another guy is going to have the ball in his hands. I mean, the guy played fantastic on Sunday. Uh, Michael Porter Jr., you know, his minutes just, I, I, don't, I don't know what Mike Malone's doing here. Uh, man, can, can we can we get Michael Porter Jr. traded somewhere where he can thrive? Because Denver's just just ain't it. Uh, but yeah, I I think Jokic is in play here for sure, and that that's kind of it. Like Jamal Murray is in that price range where mm, you take a shot, but I don't think I don't think we need Jamal Murray at seventy one hundred, um, and that, that's kind of it. But Barton is for sure probably the play. Uh, from this team if if Dozier's out again for sure um that's it let's uh play the morning grind game and then um we'll get out of here will give me your favorite play under 5k to uh 7x yeah i'm gonna go with the guy that we that we talked about earlier um i, I do like cam reddish at 4800 i already think he's gonna get the minutes i think this is a 7x spot for him 
I uh, know we just talked about, you know, uh, uh, Will Barton, but I, I, I do still like Cam Reddish at 58. 48, yeah. excuse me, 48. I'd be absolutely shocked if Harris comes back and plays the next night after leaving and not coming back. So I'm going to, I'm going to put Will Barton out there. Harris plays. I think it's a downgrade to Will Barton hate shooters on the second end of a back-to-back, but the minutes are just going to be too good for the price. Um, over 8k to go under 5x. Who's your bust? Damian Lillard. Lillard. You do you understand that it's never great to say Lillard's a bust? Um, he he'll he'll just he'll he's just 10, point at, he's just gonna point at his watch um as he burns will um in this spot like i'm kidding but um yeah i, I think like the guy that like i'm i'm probably the least amount interested in this price range is Giannis. um i, I like the overall matchup in this game against portland but I'm with you. I think I'm I'm fading the two big guys in this game and hoping this game doesn't beat me. Uh, favorite 6X play, who do you got? Uh, this is a tough one today, but I think I'm going to stick with the Spurs. I think I'm going to Rosen, man. 7K, he's too cheap. Had a rough game the, the other night. I, I think he comes back and and, and it flashes that 40-point upside, 40-plus point upside that we, we know he'll give us. I like that one. Um I'll be honest, like I'm going to go back to back cheap guys here. Usually I will try to go up towards the top and, you know, talk about that. But I'm going to go Theo um, Malden. I, I think like yeah, with like Hill it. already out, I, I have a hard time not seeing him go 6X at 4,300. Um, so, though, you know, obviously Barton, Reddish, him, like these are guys that I'm, you know, definitely looking at. I almost pulled the trigger on Jimmy Butler, but I, I need to know like, is Bradley going to be out? Is Dragic going to be out? Is Hero going to be out? Like Jimmy Butler, you know, he came back and played 34 minutes. If these guys are out, he's going to play a bunch of minutes and he could easily crush here. Uh, let's get weird GPP play of the day. Who do you got for me, Will? Yeah, man, I'm going to go with the guy. He's I, I, I actually don't, don't think he's going to be as high on as he should be uh, in this spot. Let's go Trey Young at 9,300, man. I know, I know. They're playing the Lakers, but they are at home. Atlanta's been playing pretty well. Trey's upside has been fantastic recently. Uh, let, let's go with Trey at home against against LeBron and the Lakers. I like it. Um, man, it's so hard to, like, just gauge what ownership is going to be. Like, I want to play LaMelo, um, but I, I think, like, if we get news that Rogier is going to be out, LaMelo is probably going to be too chalky. I don't know, Stevie. I, I think if he doesn't get the start, I think people are going to be a little bit more afraid to pull the trigger. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna use what you said to say, hey, I'm gonna play Lamelo as my let's get weird GPP play today. <laughs> um, if we get news that like he's gonna be like super chalky, um, Emmanuel quickly would be my other guy that I had written down here. Um, I, I think he is very interesting for tournaments. Uh, game selection will. Um, outside of the $5 single entry series tournament over there on FanDuel for Roto Grinders, uh, presented by Roto Grinders. Um, make sure you guys are checking that out. It's five bucks this week. Um, you know, six straight weeks of the single entry contest. Um, you know, you get your four best scores um, in the contest to climb the leaderboard uh, for each week. Um, and then you can go to FanDuel.com slash NBA dash single dash entry dash series. Um, to see the, the leaderboard and stuff like that. Oh, well, like all you gotta do is open the FanDuel contest and, and like the link is right there. So 
Um, you can easily see that and, you know, pull it up. But I love this. I always really like the single entry series and, um, you know, glad that it's glad that it's back this year for sure. Um, so I, I stole the FanDuel one, Will. What are we looking at uh, for you? Um, I, I did my I did my due diligence um, <laughs> in this one. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm, I'm going I'm going to DK and, you know, you guys know how I feel about uh, the single entry stuff, man. I'm, I'm going to bump it up a little bit. Uh, listen, and this one's for true max. I think I've talked about this one already, but it's fantastic. 250, 15K up top. I mean, it's, you know, a really small feel. Um, I think a lot of people are, are kind of interested in, in that. And I mean, that, that's really how I think you're going to really be profitable long term is the three entry max, the single entry, like that, that's where you kind of want to live uh, long term in this business. So uh, that's my, my, my game selection. Uh, Will, finish this out. Favorite over under against the spread. Anything standing out to you today? Uh, well, man, see, I, I hate we didn't get this one because the, the Portland Milwaukee one wasn't out. But I'm just telling you right now, whatever it is, I'm taking the over. Whatever it is. It, it's just, Steve, it's going to be a theme this season. There's certain teams I'm taking the over every time. Portland, Brooklyn, Sacramento, you take the over, I, th- I think you're going to be fine. Yeah, and you guys are going to see this um, in scores and odds if you have premium over there. But uh, Houston minus four and a half. I, I will, I will gladly take that. Houston's one of the hottest teams in the NBA right now. Um, I'll, I'll be writing that up as like one of my premium picks over there. So, yes. free insight into premium over there um, at scores and odds. But they're rolling right now. Um, you know, they lost to Phoenix uh, a couple of days ago, but um, Houston's rolling right now. So. Or Houston won. I don't know. Um, I thought they were five and over the last five games, but I thought they lost to Phoenix too. Um, but was that after the five games? Was that the sixth game? I don't know. Uh, anyway, we're going to get out of here before I lose my mind because it seems like that's happening already. Um, again, the NASCAR package um, details will be out today. Um, just be paying attention to Twitter, the RG forms. Um, we got a lot of stuff coming out and I'm um, going to give away some stuff as well. So, That'll wrap it up here for Monday. We'll be back tomorrow talking some more NBA. Good luck in your contest, and we'll see you then.